0: Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint Podcast, everyone. I have a special guest with us today, uh, Chad Erickson. He is also a Mandarin Blueprint uh, member, and I'd just like to chat with him today and see what his thoughts are. Uh, so, Chad, why don't you introduce yourself for everyone?
1: Yeah, my name's Chad Erickson. Uh, I live in Phoenix, Arizona in the US, and I'm um, Mandarin Blueprint few months ago and been loving it ever since. Um, I used to, used to live in China and started studying when I, when I lived out there. So
0: I've been actually, interested
1: in I were
0: for many years. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a cool place I love, love Sichuan. And, uh, unfortunately had to, had to move back to the U S, um, due to some like health issues, but been, been studying ever since and kind of, Happy I found Mandarin Blueprint.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, China's great for a lot of things, but when it's when it comes to health, medicine, that sort of thing, get back to the US, good idea. Um, yeah, tell exactly. Me about your yeah. journey. Tell me about your journey a little bit more. How did you come to find us, and what were you doing in China? Why did you want to learn Chinese?
1: Yeah, so I uh, graduated college in 2017, and didn't really want to pursue what I had studied for with my, my major. So, um, thought I'd do something little, little interesting and go to China and taught English for, uh, for seven months. Um, didn't really know anything about Chengdu or Sichuan. They just kind of said, you're going to Chengdu. So, uh, packed the bags and moved out there. And it was a great time. Like I, I loved China, um, just the coming from the U S. Uh, just the newness of everything, uh, just every day was exciting. So, um, I made, made learning Chinese kind of my main goal when I was out there and, uh, you know, got a tutor and everything and was immersed in the culture. Um, really try to hang out with local Chinese people, as opposed to doing the kind of like standard English teaching thing, where you just hang out with other English teachers, mm um so yeah it was it was a good time uh uh moved back to the us in 2018 and just been doing self study ever since and it was kind of in this rut this loop of you know learning something for you know going super hard for two months or so and then uh falling back on my studies and then having to to go back and relearn everything so it was it was like a it was a frustrating two years that I was in with with Chinese, and I was really looking for a method um, that I can implement that would be more efficient. Um, I I had read books like um, uh, Moonwalking with Einstein by Joshua Foer, and uh, a lot of this like memory um, Olympic stuff, memory tricks and stuff like that. So. I, I was aware of all of that and I knew I needed to kind of implement those techniques into my Chinese, but I didn't, I didn't know how to like, where to start. I was, I was trying to like create something myself a little bit, but kind of knew how much work it would take. Um, so yeah, then I think I just found you guys on a, like a related video on YouTube, I was looking up Chinese stuff and, uh, I think it was a video of of you Luke and, um, yeah, found you guys. Like in February of this year, twenty twenty-one, and been going hard ever since.
0: Yeah, it must be because uh, it's only been a th- you know, what three, people months, yeah, three-ish months. Is that right? Yeah,
1: yeah, three-ish about months. three months.
0: And how, how far are you throughout yes, the? year We're about to. you what
1: level? Um, so I'm, I'm level eighteen. I just just finished up level seventeen. Um, it's all still. It's all really, it's real fun right now because it's all stuff, all the words I've seen before and. I've learned at some point, um, but I've had to like relearn them over the past two years, you know, going in this loop of forgetting just by doing the rote memorization stuff. So it's been really fun just be- being able to go through and create some cool movies and stories with stuff that I'm already vaguely familiar with and um, have seen in context a little bit. So yeah, I'm just, I'm having a great time so far. It's great. Great.
0: I'm really curious because yeah. you, you've got a very similar path to me. And, uh, and of course Phil as well but me especially because I remember I did that exact same thing um really mm. dedicated to learning and really earnestly wanted to be, become part of the culture and, and experience it and uh willing to put in a lot of time and effort which of course you are as well and uh I would also go through these stretches like tell me more about that like these what did you don't have to be specific with what you use but you like products but you can if you don't want to but you can uh, Tell me about like yeah. that journey, that that's when you were during the struggle part, you know, and tell me about that a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the resources I, I was using during the struggle part was, um, the Mrs. Jong's, uh, teaches characters. You know, that book. It's no, like, I it don't. It like a, part I've, a I know
0: I've heard pretty much all of them. I thought, I, I thought I knew all of them, but no, I haven't heard that one. I,
1: I think I saw a video where you actually, you brought it up. Um, oh, really? Uh, maybe I'm, I'm mistaken. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's like a character book and it kind of goes through like the, the, um, the history of where some of the characters came up, came from. Um, and then just the, the regular HSK books. So, um, I was stuck on HSK two, mm-hmm. just for like two years where I would, I would do, you know, three or four chapters and then learn all these characters. And then I would, I would slack off for two weeks, two, three weeks and then come back and not remember anything. And I, it was so frustrating, you know, and, uh, do you think not, you to stop not having,
0: like, to, what do you think? What was the what was the thing that was Ah, like, oh,
1: forget it and slack off for two weeks. Yeah, it just became a uh, non-priority. Um, right. You know, between work and other stuff, I'm I'm going on um, living in America. Just learning Chinese wasn't an immediate priority. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's always been something I've want I've taken very seriously and wanted wanted to learn. Mm. Um, I, I think just the lack of structure and the lack of consistent input and like I, I'm the kind of guy, I need like a, I need a good system to follow. I, I kind of create systems for everything I do in my life. And I, I, I knew I needed one for learning Chinese and I didn't have one. So I was, I just say like Oscar oh, and just lose interest and then come back three weeks and be like, ah, oh, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. But yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was frustrating it was, I'm sure did, did you experience something similar?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. It's uh, And if these certain things that I would use, I get really excited about at first, and they were effective on some level, but they would either, if eventually, I'd end up um, being shown stuff that I couldn't really understand. I had no basis for consuming, like you said, not comprehensible. And, uh, or it was just a ton of content, some of which was useful, some of which wasn't. Um, and I didn't know what to do with it. And, you know, or, yeah. I feel like I'm progressing, but then after yeah like about the same time or maybe a few weeks or a couple of months, I'd be like, am I actually progressing or am I just clicking through lessons? Am I just finishing textbook chapters? I feel like I'm progressing yeah. only because I'm ticking certain boxes and I'm you know but am I actually am I actually acquiring the language And most of the time the answer was actually no, not really. Um, mm. And it's just yeah. that, that idea of like, I don't really have that much time every day and maybe an hour two, mm-hmm. sometimes three um but so i want that hour or two to count um and i exactly think, yeah and uh, so and I, after after a while of thinking maybe this hour or two doesn't actually count or i can't f- there's no tangible way of knowing then i'm just going to move on to something else and i like to think that, mm-hmm. that that's something that we offer uh with mandra blueprint it's like it's not just ticking boxes. It's, it requires real work from you, um, real mm-hmm. time, real energy. You do the work, but we just guide you through each step and say, okay, now you've done that, you've unlocked this. You've learned this character that unlocks mm-hmm. these two words that are really common, and here they are in context. And you're like, oh, okay, that's tangible. I, I can see that, and I, could, I feel like I've started to acquire these, these things. Anyway, that's what we've been trying to do to sort of yeah the main actually what you're hitting on is the main problem we're trying to solve i think of just being lost and confused
1: <laughs> an yeah approach. no i think you guys are killing it because yeah. yeah it's exactly what i needed i was as i mentioned i was like considering creating something similar you know by no means did i make any any uh good progress on it but i, I was just thinking like how do i incorporate how do I incorporate all these things I've learned with memory to making studying Chinese more efficient? Because as you mentioned, like, yeah, I got maybe one to two hours a day tops. And I don't want to spend the first hour having to review stuff that I knew I should already know. And, um, and also with like the comprehensible input stuff that you mentioned, uh, I was having a really hard time finding applicable, comprehensible input, um, and the amount of stuff of resources that you guys provide um, between just the the videos the in lesson stuff and then the audio files um, I've been I just whenever I'm driving I throw on those audio files and you know I'm sometimes I'm consciously like think, trying to like translate it in real time other times just keep it on low volume just let it run in the background and it helps so much like I was I, I underestimated the the value of just hearing that stuff being being immersed all no the time about
0: that because that's quite a slow process it's something that involves um consistent practice and it's tough with subconscious acquisition which is what comprehensible learning is creating for you when you're listening every day because you can't again that's mm-hmm. this that's the disadvantage that's the one advantage of that type of learning i was talking about earlier the that you cannot just tick those boxes and feel like you've accomplished something but with mm-hmm you know, even though you haven't really, you, you can feel like you have, but it's the opposite with the way we're doing it, the way you're doing it, where you, you're just listening, you're just listening, you're just looking, and you, it's, you have to rely on those moments where you're like, oh, I just said something I couldn't say before. And like it, it's, re, it's very sporadic and it's very, uh, it's, it's intangible. Let's put it that way. Right. So like, yeah. So, so how, how are you measuring that? Like, how are you measuring that you're that it's working for you? Is what I guess I'm curious about.
1: Um, so I have a I have a handful of friends that I stay in contact with um, Chinese friends that I met in China. So we're always chatting. Um, their English has always been better than mine, um, but the past few months I've really stepped up the conversation, uh, mainly mainly in text, like over WeChat and Facebook and stuff. So um, I've really stepped up the conversation with using Chinese, just you know, like asking how they're doing, like taking the conversation a little bit further. Mm. Whereas you know, in the past two years, like I would say one sentence in Chinese and then get, get real nervous because I d- didn't know what to say next. So that's been getting a lot better. They've they've mentioned like, oh, I can tell you've been practicing. Um, I started per your guys's request or recommendation. I started uh, reading those Mandarin companion books. Mm. Um, so I, I've I think I just finished my third one right now. Um, I'm loving those I just read those at night like it's like a it's like a ch- child story, but it's i I love being able to just like um forget that I'm actually reading chinese and i I'm just engrossed in the story and I you know I'm picturing myself you know where where they are at in the story and then i just I forget I'm like oh I'm like reading chinese right now uh, so yeah it's it's so much fun do you read normally
0: or or have you is that something that a habit that you've lost, like me?
1: <laughs> just generally um, reading, in like English reading. I, I yeah, I try to read a lot. I try to do one to two books a month. Mm. So I, I try to stay That's try good. to stay on it
0: because I used to love reading. Yeah. And something somewhere along the way, yeah. uh, ironically, probably during university, I actually I just stopped the habit of reading. And uh, I used to I used to be obsessed with reading as a kid. I used to get those goosebumps books. You know, I used oh yeah, I love it. I mean, a Goosebumps book, and I used to I used to read a yeah. goosebumps book. No kidding, in three or four hours, I would just from from cover to cover. yeah. And uh, that's so funny.
1: I would do the same thing.
0: Yeah, right. As as, yeah. Uh, as coincidence. But um, and I just somewhere along the way, I just stopped doing it. But Chinese has made me has given. I've 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 started reading again because of Chinese and enjoying what exactly the feeling you described.
1: Um, i often, mm. often and for you, are you reading? Stuff.
0: Sorry, go ahead.
1: Right. Yeah, so, sorry, yeah. Sorry, cut you off. Are, are you reading? Um, you're interested in reading Chinese text or just like any text? Like well, you're reading more in general now.
0: I don't. I get. I got kid now, and I'm gonna, you know, and probably having more kids at some point in the future. So like, my right. my reading time is severely diminished anyway. But I, when I do read, I read um, a little bit of native stuff. But uh, mainly, mm. I'm just, my my goal is to get through all of the Game of Thrones in Chinese, which is <laughs> oh, nice. a traditional way of doing, you know, uh, I try to consume native content as well, because it's just not quite the same, you know, like reading yeah. a translated novel, there's a lot of things that don't translate and all that sort of stuff. So um, I'm reading mm-hmm. like, Ding, um, which is like a, a Chinese, um, a Chinese one, I can send you that. Uh, but um that's fantastic as well. Um, but yeah, cool. I, I, I tried to read, but yeah, I literally like, you know, 10 minutes when I'm about to pass out in the evening. <laughs> I try, I try yeah. make it 20, 30 minutes a day at least, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's about where I am with that.
1: It's, yeah, and I guess, do you, um, are your kids of like reading age yet? Do you read to them? No, no, no.
0: Well, I do read to, I, well, he can't read on his own yet. Uh, he's only one. But uh, yeah, of course, I read. I read every night in Chinese as well. Chinese and English, like bilingual books and stuff. Uh, And I can't wait to read some proper books. Like, uh, I can't wait to read them, like The Dark is Rising or something like that in Chinese. That'd be so cool. Oh yeah.
1: Um,
0: But yeah, so that's that's. I think
1: I heard you on a on a a podcast talk about how annoying the uh, Game of Thrones is with like all the names that are like translated. (laughs) like yeah, that, that's that, something I that was, I find
0: it annoying. It could be tough, you know, uh, yeah. I have to look up all the names and see who they're talking about. Cause I have no idea. and um, sometimes I don't, yeah. Remember. So uh, some night. Isn't <laughs> I know I've got a feeling it's not that important. So I'm not going to bother cause I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a small thing it's and I, it's, it's maybe just me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but that is a, definitely a disadvantage of reading translated novels as well. Um, Mm-hmm. So what are you, what are you looking forward to? Obviously you're already experiencing the good, the good side of being able to read and listen in Chinese. What are you looking forward to down the line? What, what's your, what's your goal? Your main or one of your main goals um, in Chinese?
1: Yeah. One of the main goals, one of them is to read a, a proper novel in Chinese. Um, I've, I've picked when I was in China, I picked up a couple like kids books and I was under the impression they would be easy, but they're actually pretty difficult and Probably like tough. on the first page, yeah, on the first page, I, there's probably half the words I didn't know, so I just put it down and didn't bother again. Um, so yeah, I'd like to, I'd really love to, like you know, read a novel eventually. Um, the the prospect of doing business um, in China or using Chinese as a as an asset in the workforce um, that's always in the back of my mind as well. Nothing specific, but just I figure it's a great skill to have. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm cr- trying to keep it just fun right now and not, um, not too worried about like, what am I going to do with this? I just know it's a, there's a, you know, like 1.3 billion Chinese Mandarin speakers and mm-hmm. all over the world, all, all over Asia, Mandarin's a, a powerful language. So yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to being able to communicate with more people in the world. I think that's, that's a big thing for me.
0: Yeah. I should also point out 1.3 billion Mandarin Chinese understanders, but I can, like, a a surprisingly large amount can't, like, speak it that well. Um, But definitely, they'll be able to, not standard, but they'll be able to speak in a way that you'll be able to understand. Uh, That was a bit of a shock to Mm -hmm. me, like, how many people just cannot speak standard Mandarin. Uh, Even yesterday, Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, Yunnan, right? There was a guy coming in uh, to, to replace a couple of tiles or something. And I was just like, can't quite understand what this guy's saying and it's really frustrating i've been here for eight years (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and he couldn't speak Mandarin, you know um but it's all good we got there in the um, end but it was was a little bit of a struggle but we got there in the end you know that always those moments always send me back to when i first came here um Mm -hmm. but uh i don't not to to, (laughs) don't get worried though it's it's just it's a minority of course but yeah i'd say Yeah, yeah less than a billion at this point but uh but yeah, for sure.
1: That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. I'm curious. I'm curious. Is it um? Is it more, is Mandarin use less prevalent in Yunnan compared to Sichuan?
0: No, no, no. It's not particularly. I don't think. I don't think. It's just, uh, I guess it's like whenever you're in a place that's less developed with less big cities mm-hmm. and it's more rural, as, as, you, as you could describe it, like basically someone that's not like, you know. Uh, like uh, Sichuan for example has like massive cities like Chengdu and Chongqing yeah. and stuff and uh yeah but most people most people or everyone understands Mandarin most people speak it just in general but um there the accents are certainly heavier yeah. in certain places uh that's, that are less developed and the Yunnan is one of those places that I guess you could say is less developed um so mm. yeah yeah um there was a couple of uh, other questions that I wanted to ask you, but I, I, th- I think was, I, I'm really curious about just getting to some specifics about the course, um, your impressions yeah. of the course so far. You're level 17, you say? yeah, so no, you're no, saying?
1: Yeah, the surprised. point
0: where you're, you're consuming, uh, you know, you're, you're reading long form content, understanding it. Um, what is it? and there anything sort of specific parts about the curriculum that you can say have been particularly helpful or impactful for you?
1: Hmm. Um. Definitely the uh, the audio files at the end of each level that I'm able to download. I've been listening to those all day. Um, That's like a brand the, new thing. What the new
0: ones that we released? Yeah, y- the other day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, I I regularly comb through the uh, the comments little inspiration for you know finding props and stuff so i i really love how easy that is like just you just scroll down and you, there's usually you know five or so comments with some pretty good ideas and i'll usually yeah. use that to like to like start out um my brainstorming process um yeah and then just like the, the super like i can tell you guys put in good work with the super specific and applicable sentence examples that that you use for those words mm um i'll like just compared like the hsk books and stuff that i've i've combed through over the years it's it it seems so like just like bureaucratic and I know. not actually actually applicable and um it's, yeah. yeah you guys just have a good balance balance of like pushing our skills like we're kind of in that challenge zone where we're being challenged a little bit but everything is is digestible and it's it's feasible so uh, yeah i just i'd love I love I, I can just tell you guys putting some good time with that i always appreciate that kind of stuff thanks um, man. yeah yeah and then Pretty yeah good. then just, just like the 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 anki cards like you know i can tell that that would take a lot of time because i'm kind of like a nerd with all that kind of stuff and mm. uh but it's just super helpful that everything comes pre-tagged I, I love that like that you just throw in an anki and
0: It'll it's, it's ready to go Someone so that's super cool that. <laughs> yeah Bill. <laughs> yeah yeah it's his uh he, do, he does all most of these sort of flashcard organizations stuff like that um okay and uh tagging everything in that in that way was his his sort of innovation there so um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and obviously it took a lot of time so I think he'll be very happy to hear that yeah that's
1: great yeah yeah I can tell <laughs>
0: <laughs> was there anything where you were like uh challenged too much where you're like whoa but then sort of figured it out overcame the challenge
1: um not not really but i'm um just because everything as as i mentioned is kind of familiar to me still um all the words are and the the whole idea of the the movie method like I've been into memory palaces for the past few years, like yeah. doing that with like numbers and other useless crap. <laughs> um, so like, I, it, I wasn't like, you know, what is it? What is this? I don't understand why wow, we're making a movie. I just want to learn Chinese. Like I, right. I understood it from the, from the beginning. Um, How long does yeah, it take you so to learn a movie these days? Uh, I say 30 seconds to a minute. I can, I can pop one out uh i started out like writing them writing them out mm. you know like writing down all the props needed all the actors the set and all that kind of stuff just to, like um kind of train my brain and start thinking that way mm. yeah, and now you know i just do it all in my head which is real fun
0: <laughs> yeah that what is about you? The, i remember doing it as like a, without any platform or book or anything like that when i sort of mastered the method and i was still learning i'd like uh i'd drive past like in a taxi or something drive past a sign with a character I didn't know and I'd like do that I'd pretend I was like um what's his name Zach Galifianakis from the hang- hangover you know like numbers going
1: around me. oh yeah
0: <laughs> learn that character yeah. <laughs> okay learn next <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that was fun nice <laughs> yeah
0: so jumping into the Wait, another sorry go ahead sorry
1: Oh yeah, I was just going to, I remember you asked me like how I've been measuring my success. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another cool little checkpoint milestone, whatever you want to call it. Um, I started like thinking in Chinese. Uh, okay. So I like, I, I, I train people. I'm a personal trainer. So I was training a client and I, I noticed that I would like kind of say some things, that, mm-hmm. how you would translate it in Chinese, <laughs> which it would come across as like, Is like what? super, yeah just, like, like I yeah like like I go, and just I go, this is blunt. what
0: instead of this what is this is something like, this is something, something yeah. What? You
1: know? Yeah, yeah 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 so i noticed i started doing that a lot more often which is kind of fun and i sometimes i like speak english i'll, I'll say it just to have fun with it um but yeah that was that was kind of a fun checkpoint
0: thinking in chinese is actually a really cool um idea for figuring out gaps you know so you, you know kind of narrating your life or you're just translating your own thoughts in Chinese um and because you'll often find I still find that when I want to I want to say something a feeling I have which is usually a feeling in English right and I don't want to translate it and say in in Chinese or observe something comment or something I thought oh I couldn't quite do that or I couldn't quite do it straight away or I can do it but I'm not sure if that's actually the way to do it um and you can write that down you know and uh, talk to your tutor about it or figure it out yourself using like while well, using us, if you like, or using a high native or, um, other resources out there. So that's, it's a nice habit to have genuinely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I kind of do something similar. Um, I don't do it as often as I should. I, I'll just like journal in Chinese, uh, like typing. So I'll journal in a way that I'm, yeah, I'm trying to express just feelings and what I'm excited for in the day. And, uh, I don't do it as much as I often, cause it's kind of a, it's so uncomfortable you know, you're trying to think and express something and you can't say it so um but yeah that's i find that like super super helpful
0: yeah making that yeah like it, doing it in a maybe a more public way uh, might help like actual social media whether it's we if you if you can get access to wechat or something like that um mm-hmm. or some other sort of chinese social media like Weibo or whatever um mm-hmm. making it more of, or just a blog you know anyone can i think you can get like loads of free you can just make a free blog can't you just do it in chinese yeah um and make it like a daily thing and if you don't know if you don't know how to say something just you know look up try and figure out one of the words that would help you get that point across and look up some example sentences Then just sort of copy the example sentences until you think you've got it you know until you're pretty much 100 this is at least grammatically correct and just sort of Mm -hmm. compromise meet in the middle between your real thoughts and the the what the example sentences you find provide and express it somewhere in between uh until you sort Mm -hmm. of and gradually work your way towards being able to just purely express it and accurately
1: yeah yeah um that's something you can try out yeah i've been using um this one have you heard of reverso I haven't. No. Okay. It's it's like a um, dictionary translator type thing, but they, they do a really good job of, if you type in something like holai, like it'll bring up like 20 examples of holai being used in a sentence. So mm. it, it's really helpful for a word that you haven't seen before. You're like, okay, I know the the strict definition is like, you know, to to play or something, but like, how is it actually used in context? So it's it's really good for context studying. Um, so I'll actually, I'll have that, and then like just another like Google Translate popped up, and um, go between the two and kind of see the difference with some words. That I find that super helpful.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, it has context. Very nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like an online dictionary, but this is an online dictionary that I haven't seen. So that's very nice. Okay, Reverso. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, River. So, okay.
0: Um, so, is there anything that you could say? Because this is always really helpful. for People that have spent a lot of time on the course, like, is there anything that you could say that we could do to improve your experience in any way?
1: Um. Let's see, I. Uh, I so I, I thought about this a little bit. You know, I would like to. I like to have some constructive feedback and um but there's really there's not much that I can say could be better as far as I've gotten you know to level 17 um and, and once again like I haven't been super challenged yet so maybe in later levels I can get back to you um when I'm a little bit more more challenged I think it will be more applicable but yeah so far like um I guess I, maybe if I were to put myself in the shoes of someone who was completely new with chinese and unfamiliar with the with the method um i could see how the first few videos um were could be a little like overwhelming and confusing Mm. and there were a couple times like we would learn i think it was the um and then like the 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 definition that we were given was d um i think it was like one of the first ones do, do you know what i'm referring oh, to you, the
0: pronunciation you mean like d-i-d for duh yeah yeah right, yeah. Right, right, right.
1: yeah 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 so we, like we, you'd learn how like I, I was, d, familiar. I was familiar
0: see it in context as duh, and you'd be like well, what what's going on there
1: yeah 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 and I, I think i saw some people comment like you know why i thought you said it's duh but why is it d now and um <laughs> You know, being familiar with with the character, I was like, okay, I, I, you know, just just wait, you know, it'll all be okay. But mm. that, that's maybe the only thing so far. Nothing, nothing serious.
0: Well, thanks for that. Yeah, like we're always the, focusing a lot of attention on the beginning of the course to ease people into it, because we're because we're, for people that haven't mm. read like books like you've read and stuff, we're we're already asking a lot for them to start imagining, you know, Al Murray and you know, whoever it is in there. <laughs> bill murray in there uh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that and we're like yeah so it's, it's a good idea to to make that process as smooth as possible we're constantly working on that but uh, that is i think we've already i think since we've actually already tweaked that to make it more clear but i'll double okay check. but yeah okay cool thanks for that um yeah and i guess this is a sort of last uh, question for now is um would you recommend mandarin blueprint and why
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just from my personal experience, um, you know, being kind of stuck in that limbo state for two years or so, and I was very, very interested and motivated to learn Chinese, but couldn't get past this hump. Um, It worked for me. Like I've been putting in at least two hours a day now for the past three months. Um, Just, it's like more fun. I can see the progress. There's the community aspect. Um, yeah, so I would highly recommend it for anyone who is serious. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious, like how, how people respond to it when they're, when they're, I guess I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. like how many people, how many people that are part of the course are like brand new to Chinese or how many people are kind of like me where they, they studied a little bit, but we're looking for something more. Mm,
0: that's a great question well i we don't know exactly of course but i would say the vast majority because we just we're a relatively new relatively small company so we're just not on google (laughs) you know like you search for learn chinese we're like i think we've managed to get to like page 10 or something you know but it's oh geez it just doesn't there's so much competition out there you know and and people like companies like mammoth companies like chinese pod and um Rosetta Stone and, uh, you know, think the people that have been around for 10, 15, 20 years and uh, have, so when people go, I want to learn Chinese, they think that for the first time, Mandarin Blueprint doesn't really come up. It's not really on their radar and it, it doesn't come up in the search results right now, maybe in five years time, different mm-hmm. story. But so I think that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why we don't have many brand new people, uh, except for like through word of mouth and things like that uh so we do get a few there but yeah the vast, the vast majority are people that have tried rosetta stone and been like this doesn't work <laughs> this is terrible yeah um, uh, yeah this is let's not say terrible this is not good <laughs> this is not good uh there you go
1: it's not efficient it's not like efficient. if you had if you had 10 yeah if you had 10 years you could maybe do it but I'm, yeah you know, we're trying to we have an hour a day <laughs>
0: yeah, so we get we get a lot of people that are just, like yourself who have just been in in it for a month, six months, a year, and they've been searching a bunch of stuff and they've been they're really trying to learn, which is which is great because we get a lot of people that are really into it, you know, really and like yeah. serious learners, you know, and that's I think the way you describe it is how I would describe it too. Mandarin Blueprint is the best thing out there if you're serious about learning Chinese, if you're willing to put in the time and the energy, I think, yeah, I hope, I hope that you yeah. don't do any more bang for your buck anywhere else. So mm-hmm. I, really I
1: would second it. that for sure.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. And I really appreciate you saying that. And, um, uh, you know, your time today, um, really appreciate it. And we, I, we do like to follow up. I'd love to have another meeting with you. Once you've made it at least through the foundation course, maybe even the intermediate as well, uh, depending on how fast you mm-hmm. go, no, no pressure, um, and uh, see how, sure. have a quick update, you know, and, and see how you're doing. Yeah, for time. sure, man. And uh, yeah, just generally, to. you know, stay in touch, Chad, just get, get in touch as usual, you know, uh, email us or message me if you need like, any advice or anything, not just with the course, anything to do with Chinese. Mhm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, will do. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for your time, man.
0: Yeah. Speak to you soon.
1: Yeah, later. Zaijian.